0: Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. You are going to love hearing from my next guest, Marshall Bowen. Marshall immediately lights up a room when he walks into it. He's so friendly and makes friends so easily wherever he goes. Marshall's passionate about so many things, and if you know him, you know most likely you will want to follow him where he's going. Welcome, Marshall.
1: Thanks, Barbara, and thanks for that very kind introduction. I'm I'm glad to be here.
0: Oh, this is so fun to to um, talk to you and have other people understand how great you are and understand a little more about your strengths. This is going to be fun.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Tell me a little bit about you, where you live, your family, and what you do.
1: Yes, of course. So I live in Austin, Texas uh, with my wife, Madison, and our yellow lab, Hank, and soon to be our new baby girl. My wife, Madison's due uh, July 29th. So our our family is expanding, and we're really excited about that. I uh, I'm an attorney here in Austin. I practice in the Austin office of Butler Snow. Uh, I practice primarily appellate law in the commercial litigation um, group. So I I, uh, I handle appeals following um, dispositive issues at the trial court level in um, kind of all types of commercial litigation cases. And then I also do uh, some lobbying in our state legislature. Before I went to law school, I worked in and around politics and in our state legislature. So I I spend um, some time during the session doing some work in the Capitol. Uh, Before I started with Butler Snow, I uh, clerked for two years for judges on our two high courts. Texas is unique that it has uh, two Supreme Courts, the Supreme Court of Texas, which is the final court for all civil cases, and the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, which is the final case for all criminal cases. And so I spent a year clerking for a judge on each court. And uh, I really loved that experience. And that kind of solidified my interest in doing uh, appellate work. So I've been with Butler Snow for coming up on a year in August and and really enjoy my practice. I love the people I work with. Um, it's a it's a challenging job, but it's really rewarding, and and I'm just grateful to have found uh, a place to practice law here in Austin that I I really enjoy, and uh, with great people.
0: Mm, that's so exciting. Well, I know just um, just from having known you since you were in kindergarten, it's just so exciting to see how just you have walked a path and really getting to the kind of things that. I think that you've always been wanting to do so it's really fun to to hear that and just see your diligence and just the vision that you've had for your life. Well tell me how we first connected.
1: Yeah so like you mentioned it, it must have been in probably around 1995 uh when I was in school with Rachel um your younger daughter and I uh Rachel and I just happened to be in the same class every year that we were at Regents together. And we became close friends, and then you all moved away to Costa Rica, and we moved away to D.C. for a period of time. So our lives kind of went in different directions, but they kind of um, reunited in, in high school when we returned to Regents. And I started meeting with Warren, some your husband Warren, some then, and have, uh, have stayed close to you all ever since. And, and really, I guess when we returned to Austin after I finished law school, I went to law school in San Antonio. And when we came back in the fall of 2018, we um, we did a small group with you and Warren, and that was kind of when the Strengths Journey really um, came about.
0: Mm. Yeah, that was so fun. I remember you were graduating and we were I think you were getting ready to go on a trip and we're like, yeah, would y'all like to be in this group? And we were so excited <laughs> when you said yes. So it was. Um,
1: yeah. Fun. I was, I was studying for the bar right around that time. And I, uh, I, I remember thinking, I don't really know what Austin's going to look like, but if, if it gets to be with Warren and Colwell, that, with Warren and Barbara Colwell, then I'm, I'm definitely on board. So, uh, so it was at that time was a great blessing to Madison and I as we, Kind of readjusting our lives back to Austin. It's hard to believe that's been three years almost.
0: Golly, I know. Um, well, why don't we start with um, telling me what your top five talents are?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I always uh, this you know I always think when you talk about your talents, it's hard to <laughs> to do it in a way that doesn't seem like you're <laughs> bragging on yourself. But I'll I'll do my best to kind of frame this and and I think a lot of them kind of align with. My strengths, which isn't a coincidence, as you know well. So I think, I think um, one thing is that I, I think I'm effective at at um, connecting with people, and like you kind of mentioned in your intro, I always enjoy being in a place where I get to meet a lot of people. I love, I love a big crowd. I love um, a lively social gathering. I I feel very comfortable in those situations. So I think a connecting um, strength or talent. And then I think, too, I think I, uh, I have a really strong work ethic. I That really came through to me when I was in law school, uh, and just really applying myself to, to completing my law degree. And I also got a master's in theology at the same time as my law degree. And I think that was the most trying time of kind of really having to work uh, very hard at something I was trying to achieve in a short period of time. And then, and then studying for the bar exam, of course, was another mm-hmm. example of that. Um, I think I, uh, I'm a very good writer. I think, I think that's what drew me to the law. I think I, uh, I, I'm able to kind of articulate ideas well through um, the written arguments. I think I um, can help people feel empowered and, and, um, and I'm, and I'm good at kind of seeing how people work together and and using that to solve problems. I think that we'll talk about that in The Arranger. But I, I've really seen that as a strength I have. Mm-hmm. And then um, five, I think, I I don't know if this is a talent, I guess. But I, I kind of consider myself like being able to always find the good in situations or or, or the positive uh, uh spin on a situation. I'm kind of an eternal optimist, kind of glasses always have full. I think that, I think that is a talent because I think I'm able to, to, to overcome difficult situations or solve problems by, by kind of finding a path forward. And so I think those are kind of, I didn't intentionally really tie those to my five strengths, but (laughs) I think they kind of do align more or less with, uh, with some of my strengths at least.
0: Yeah. Well, I love I love that description that you mentioned, and I know it can be confusing because I do. We call your top five strengths really your talents until they're developed into strengths. But um, so I really meant your top five strengths. But that I love how you explain that because that's even a deeper deeper dive into to what those are. As I was thinking about what your Clifton strengths are. Well, tell, tell me what actually your Clifton strengths are. And I know that those overlap all those things that you just said.
1: Yeah. So my, my Clifton strengths are ranger, maximizer, communication, belief, and woo. Um, and I think as we, as you just said, those, those five strengths uh, kind of tie into what I just described as kind of my five talents. Um, and I think you know, I, re- I first took the finder test in college uh, when I was taking a class about kind of career development in college. And these five strengths have kind of came through then and they came through when I took it more recently. So it's kind of neat to see that 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 the analysis has been consistent uh, throughout different phases of my life.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so that is neat. Well, kind of explain a little bit what what those are and kind of how that journey has looked for you as you as you've understood these different strengths.
1: Yeah, well, you're the expert on, the, oh, on, yeah. on, yeah, on yeah. the strengths, but I'll just kind of share how I see them in my life. So, you know, I was doing some reading about a ranger earlier today, is just kind of refreshing my mind, and I think that's the one I, and it makes sense because it's my first one, but that I see the most. And it's, and I think it's the best way to kind of think about is this idea that you are able to kind of see the world and see people and situations and kind of see how they, how they work together. And you can kind of use, and you can kind of um, play a part in moving a project forward or um, accomplishing some goal or kind of achieving something whether it's in a social context or in a work context by seeing the different skills people have or or different elements of a project or in the law different elements of an argument and kind of you have the ability to kind of see how those things fit together into a final solution or um, an argument or a project and I think that kind of it's almost like you you have this kind of aerial view of everything and you enjoy kind of that puzzle process of how do these people fit together and how do these, um, how do these different situations work together? And um, I think probably the best example for an arranger is like in a social context is I love the situation of being at a restaurant with a big group of people and trying to figure out what we should order (laughs) and, (laughs) and balancing all of the different people's interests and what they want to eat. And I really like, taking a lead in that and putting that all together and delivering like what we should order to the waiter. (laughs) I think that, that situation may stress some people out, but I really love that situation.
0: Well, I know you are really great at um, like the um, Excel spreadsheets for your family trips. (laughs) Tell tell me about that. I think that's a ranger. That's
1: that's a, that's a great story. So when I, uh, when Madison, my wife was coming on our, on her first family vacation with our family when we were dating, uh, she was kind of shocked when I when she showed up and I had <laughs> printed out Excel uh, a travel itinerary for every that I made on Excel for every person that was color coded by each person and oh, had each day blocked out into time and was laminated uh, and <laughs> and that's and awesome and I uh, and some people would say that's overkill for a family vacation and maybe it was but i think i've been on enough family vacations to realize that sometimes having a plan even if it's planning to do nothing is is valuable to the whole group's enjoyment of the trip than just kind of everyone saying well i don't know what do you want to do what do you want to eat for dinner and those that situation stresses me out a lot so <laughs> as long yeah. as everyone's amenable to me taking the lead i love Coordinating those things and making sure that everyone's kind of interests are met, that we have a plan, that it's going to be fun, that we're going to get the most of our time. You know, all these things make it. And so that work to get there is really fulfilling to me. And then yep. the result of having a planned experience, I really um, enjoy. And so I always joke that if I wasn't a lawyer, I'd be a travel agent. You'd be <laughs> and really good at it. Yes. And, uh, and I really do enjoy that. I was just sending I spent a while last night typing out a long email to a friend who's going to Italy, and I was typing out all the thoughts I had from Madison and I's trip to italy and and I loved that experience that wasn't like a burden to me to do that yeah so I think I think that that's a great picture and I think in my work um I think you know a lot of what we do as appellate lawyers is kind of weave together these arguments um on behalf of our clients. And I think being able to see how different areas of the law intersect and how you can fashion together arguments that are convincing to the court is a strength that I think comes directly from my arranger um, strength. So, so I think it plays out both in my professional life and in my, in my personal life.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's so neat to, I mean, it's, clear that everyone's top five strengths they are all they kind of all work together but as you're talking and i'm thinking forward of like what you're saying and what you are doing now and just seeing how all of your strengths totally weave together in such a great way well i know they say that um, maximizer is a strength that intensifies any of the other strengths that someone has how do you feel like that shows up for you
1: um yeah, I think it I think it kind of uh I think it goes along closely with the arranger because I think I like being I like understanding people and who they are and kind of their story and then I think in those types of situations I like trying to encourage them or 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 push them in a direction that I think would be beneficial to them. And then if it's like a group setting to kind of see how they fit into the overall group. So I think maximize really plays into my, uh, into my, into my arranger. I also think, you know, there's also in the description of maximizers kind of this, this desire to take things to the next level, like push, mm-hmm. push things to their next height. And I think I, that's been a theme in my life just as I've gone down the path of, of, um, you know, going to work and then realizing I want to go to law school, which is kind of like pushing myself to a next career level. I've always been interested in my faith and understanding theology. And so I, I wanted to pursue a master's degree in theology. And so I kind of feel the maximizer in that regard too, of kind of wanting to push myself to the mm-hmm. next um, kind of beyond what maybe expectations that have been set for me or, or that I've even set for myself, kind of wanting to push those to the next level. So I feel the I, I feel that maximizer kind of coming through in the decisions I make in my personal life.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. What about uh, communication, belief, and woo? How did those show up for you?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think communication probably comes through. I'm very comfortable speaking um, to anybody. I I love to talk to people. I but I'm really I'm really uh comfortable in in speaking in front of groups, and I think that that is kind of where communication comes through It's just this i i feel comfortable in my communication skills and and i I really enjoy and get a lot of energy off of that so i think I think that's probably the best way to communication
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then belief i i think going back to um my faith and and kind of my that journey is, is, I think, you know, I think belief goes to having really core values that kind of guide your decision making and relationships and the work you do. And I think I've always felt kind of core convictions about my life and about God. And I think that that has always played a role in my in the path of my life. So I think I think that that weighs heavily in kind of the way I I live and and then woo is kind of the like wild card strength, right? <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's kind of like one of the talents I described of that I just love being like I love kind of understanding people, I love being in a big social setting and and I love kind of encouraging people. And so I think I think woo again plays into this kind of the my first strength of a ranger in that I and that I just, I love getting to know someone I've never met before. I love learning their story. Um, and I think, I think sometimes Wu may feel, you know, people may think it it's kind of like you, there's an ulterior motive. Like you want to convince them to follow you or, or you want to win them to your side. But I don't always feel that as much as I just, I just want to connect with people. And I love like when meeting someone and learning about what they do for work and, where they're from and their background, and I think that is is kind of how Wu plays through in my in my social interactions.
0: Yeah, I I can't imagine you ever meeting a stranger wherever you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's I think that's uh, that's that served me well. I've just been blessed with that that gift. There's there's a lot of things I don't do well, but <laughs> I think that's that this is one of them. Uh, this is something I do do well is just kind of connecting with people. And, and, uh, I think it's been, I think it's what led me into the practice of law because a lot of what we do is, is communicating with other lawyers, with our clients and with the court. And I think those, um, this skill is, is really at play in all of those situations.
0: Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, I know a fun experience for Warren and I was the summer we were together on summer mission when we went to Greece and I, I kind of forgot, I think you were the only one that wasn't a UT student because you were from AM. but you just jumped right in and, um, your woo definitely was in motion at that point.
1: Yeah. I think I enjoy, uh, I think I enjoy those, those types of new experiences where like, I didn't know anyone going into that besides Rachel on that mission trip. And I, uh, I left there with a bunch of really close friends. So I think I, I, I really enjoy those, those settings. And, uh, and yeah, I've just been grateful to to have made a lot of good friends over the years as a result of that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think about, um, I don't know, I, I guess I feel like just have, having known you, like I mentioned, since you were young and, it just seems like you've always kind of had a clear vision for your life. Do you feel like there was a time like when you were younger or where you just thought, "Okay, this is what I want to do with my life."
1: Yeah, I think I've I think I've always had um, a loose interest like a like a loose idea in what I wanted to do. I didn't I don't think I would have I don't know that I had charted this exact path that I've been on to get me to where I am today. But I, from a very young age, I've always been interested in in government and the law and and just, and really the law in general has always been uh, fascinating to me. And I, so I always kind of had this vision of becoming a lawyer. But I think, um, so I think that for sure has been in my mind from a very young age. My dad's a lawyer. I grew up kind of going with him to work a lot. And so I kind of caught the bug early and I think, but I think, kind of the the type of law I wanted to do and where I wanted to practice that was really refined more, um, in law school and then in my clerkships after mm-hmm. law school. So I think, I think yes, that I always had an idea that I wanted to be a lawyer, but how it kind of manifested my life was the product of my education experience and, and just kind of figuring it out as I went down that road.
0: Yeah, well, I um, I just. Think of just a visual I have of you being a young little boy and loving to wear a suit, and just think <laughs> that was that was just like a a little taste of what was ahead. I don't know. I think that kind of like you were marked for what you're doing. It seems like.
1: Yeah, I certainly, uh, I certainly was not uh, adverse to the fact that I had to wear. I have to wear suits a lot now in my profession. I was getting ready for that as at a young yeah. age.
0: That's so funny. Well, um, I think also about you know just your experience at Regent's, where our daughter Rachel went to, and just the um, one of the main things to culminate the that your senior years, the the thesis that everyone does of putting together a topic and talking about the pros and the cons, and I don't know. I think just seeing you um, deliver that's your thesis was so exciting. And, and I know it was a big accomplishment for each person, but I think of just for you and probably other people like you that maybe have a communication, belief, and woo, it was just more enjoyable. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I would. The Regents Senior Thesis experience is a, is a really unique thing to, to a high school. Uh, senior year. It's it's the culmination of kind of the regents education, and it requires you to pick a topic, a controversial topic of your choosing, and then write um, uh, a thesis, almost like a graduate dissertation, and then present that orally and defend it against a panel of judges. And that that's a pretty daunting experience for a, for a high school senior. But I loved the whole process. I thought it was so much fun. I picked a topic about politics, and I I just had a blast doing it. Delivering it was was really fun. So I think I think when you when you have that kind of experience, it makes you step back and think about, well, what did I like about that? And I think that's really what the Strengths Finder process um, can do. And and the deeper process of diving into what these strengths mean can help can help tie these feelings of success and fulfillment two things that are wired into the way you were made. And I think that's the value of, of doing this exercise is you're not just left thinking, Oh, that was a great experience, but you can realize like these, these are the elements of that experience that were rewarding and fulfilling. And so how do I go find, find work and relationships and a social experience that can allow me to kind of feel that way. And I think that's the, that's kind of how it all comes together with your strengths.
0: Yeah, I know. I I think yeah. When you kind of in hindsight, you're maybe you didn't know those particular strengths at the time, but as you're saying, when you learn them and then kind of reflect on the patterns of what you have loved doing is yeah, it's a good process. Well, um, I I remember that you. Um, I think ran for what student body president at a m? Yes, <laughs> tell me about that going with Bowen. what was um, yeah, I feel like it's another just um, example of you living out your strengths
1: yeah that was a that was a great experience i I was unsuccessful in my campaign, um, but i I loved the experience. I loved kind of putting myself out there. I loved connecting with all of these different people who I'd never met. Um, and I, I loved kind of building a team. I had a team of people that were helping me on this campaign. I loved figuring out how they all fit into this. I loved kind of developing a platform of what I was going to run on. It was a great learning experience for me, even though I didn't win the race. It was, um, it was again, another one of those experiences you can reflect back on after having gone through, um, embracing your strengths. You can kind of, look back on it and, and see what about that y- you enjoyed. And and that was definitely a moment in my life that one of the most significant moments of, of really having to, to draw on these strengths that, again, I probably wasn't as aware of what was, of how I was doing that. But now that I can kind of reflect on it, mm-hmm. it, it definitely was an opportunity to use these strengths.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think when, when anyone kind of looks at their strengths, it, it's easy to think, oh, this is no big deal. Doesn't everybody do this? But like, especially say with communication, just loving to put words to things or be upfront or however that looks, it's like, it's kind of an easy, fun, natural thing for you to do. And so I think that is what's kind of the beauty of this idea of like kind of illuminating them and saying, yeah, how, how do I like that? And how do I use that? Yeah. Well, how do what do you feel like you love about what you get to do now in your job? I mean, it just seems like it's such a great place for you to operate from your strengths.
1: Yeah, it is. So I, I work in the, in the broader field of litigation. So we're, we're um, representing clients before the court. And like I said, the appellate level is, is um, up to the appellate courts. And, and, and that's largely a written practice with briefs that we craft. Um, Either appealing a, a, a judgment from the court below or defending a judgment, and and those and that requires, uh, you know, really kind of assimilating the law in your in your client's favor and and making compelling arguments using prior cases and really kind of showing the judges a path to to why your client should prevail, and and I, and that involves a lot of arranging of. Of legal authority, it, it it involves kind of figuring out how you're going to frame the case, and and I think those types of skills I see uh, coming through largely from the arranger strength, um, but also communication is really important because at the end of the day, you're communicating your arguments to the court, and uh, and then on the on the legislative side of the work I do at the Capitol, that's that's a lot of this too. You're you're trying to figure out. Um, a legislative solution for your client. And you're navigating your client through the legislative process, so that's that's a whole lot of communication with your client and also with uh, the members of the legislature and their staff. And um, again, you're trying to kind of weave your um, position through the the, legis- the very complicated and fast paced legislative process. So both those types of law that I practice are require lots of communication um, and lots of kind of arranging of. Of arguments and positions, so I, I I'm very fortunate to have uh, to have found uh, a type of, of practice in the law that allows me to to get a lot of fulfillment from the work I do.
0: Hmm. That's great. Well, I imagine you are excited every morning you get to <laughs> get out of bed and go to work, right?
1: Yes, I I really do enjoy it. It's a uh, I think there's there's so many different types of law to practice out there. As an attorney, I think it's really important um, to find an area of the law that you really enjoy uh, because it's a stressful prof- profession, uh, the stakes are high, and um, people are really relying on you. So I think if you don't enjoy the type of law you're practicing, it could be a really, uh, a really unpleasant experience. So I, I'm grateful to have found areas of the law that I really enjoy practicing with people who, who really are, are great colleagues. And I think, I think a, a key to finding that is understanding what your strengths are, because that's where you're going to succeed and excel. And that only starts with kind of an inventory of, of, of your strengths. So,
0: mm-hmm. well, so I would venture to say, um, the answer to the question, do you feel like it's easy or hard for you to embrace your strengths? What, what? What would your answer be to that?
1: Yeah, I, th- I don't think it's that difficult for me. I think, uh, I think it was. I think I had less awareness of it prior to kind of going through the coaching with you and and um, and through core clarity and kind of understanding the strengths uh, beyond just kind of the surface explanation. So I think that was really helpful, and I think uh, a lot of organizations could benefit from from that same kind of exercise. But I think. Now that I'm kind of aware of them, it's kind of easy to identify when I'm really using them and, and embracing them. And I, I think I'm just drawn to situations and projects where those strengths will be utilized. And, and uh, that's an important uh, skill to have as you navigate a professional career and as you navigate friendships and social situations, I think being able to, to embrace situations that allow you to, to utilize your strengths is going to be a very uh, fulfilling experience.
0: Mm, that's great. Well, I know when um, someone is using all of their top five strengths to their fullest potential, we can tend to say that they're, someone's having just one of their shining moments or that they're, their very best self. Do you feel like they're, do you have an example of a time where you felt like, yeah, I was really, I was really on all cylinders using my strengths and I loved doing that.
1: Um I'm trying to think about a specific moment. I mean, I think I think when I was in law school and in the in graduate school for theology, I felt like I was really in the right place. Like I had kind of found my my groove in in my professional career. And I think that um, those just being in that setting and working toward those goals, I felt very uh, fulfilled and that I was kind of playing on all of these strengths. And then I think, too, now that I'm um, in the practice of law, I feel that frequently that this is kind of the right place for me based on my strengths. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's like a, a moment... Um, you know, like a, a singular moment, but kind of being in those situations of pursuing these degrees in law school and in graduate school, and then now practicing law, I've, I've kind of felt those um, like I've kind of hit, hit my groove uh, in my life.
0: Yeah. Well, that's so encouraging to, to know that. And I think like you say you're probably every day, you're just using most of your strengths in your work every day. And, I know it's easy to take for granted because, um, you've kind of had a path of doing that. And so I just encourage you to keep at it. And it's, it's very exciting to see just how much joy you get that from that. And I know helping all the clients that you have and really having amazing points and things to prove and ways to convince people of what, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So it's exciting. Well, um, do you have any advice for anybody that has any of the strengths you have, or maybe they work with someone that has the strengths you have, or maybe they live with someone that maybe to help them understand them better or to to appreciate what these strengths are really like?
1: Yeah, I think on the arranger point, I think if, you, if you're around someone who's an arranger. I could see I'm just trying to put myself in someone else's shoes that it could seem like the person's trying to take control of everything or um, or kind of like is a control freak or, or wanting to tell people what to do. And 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 I don't I don't think that's often the intent of someone who has who's an arranger. I think it's more of they really trying to do what's best for the whole group and really looking to 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 care for the people in that situation. So I think if you're, if you're in a situation like you're out to dinner with someone like me, who's wanting to kind of take control of that, I think, I think just kind of being aware that, okay, they're not trying to, to be in control of everything. They're, they're really trying to help and to, and to, uh, and to look out for everybody in that situation. So I think that would be my advice. Cause I could see it, Coming through sometimes is as, as as being perceived that that person is is more concerned with controlling the outcome than than kind of coming to the best arrangement to use the yeah. strength word. So that that would be my advice to someone who's close to someone who's an arranger. I'm sure if you're close to an arranger, you've had this
0: <laughs> experience. Ha- ha- yeah.
1: and so, but then I think also thinking about well, if the, if I just let them kind of lean into this, then they're probably going to be good at it because this is what, this is what their strength is. And this is, and they're, and they're really enjoying this and it's, and, and so I think by kind of allowing people to, to lean into their strengths is a, is, is a, is a helpful piece of this discussion.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I know a ranger's in my top 10 and I think sometimes my family doesn't quite appreciate my (laughs) ranger.
1: Yeah. And that's not to say that we're always, uh, you know, innocent and, in, and in how it plays out in our life. I think sometimes the Rangers can sometimes get too, uh, to, you know, wanting to take too much control of things. So I think yeah. we also need to be aware of, of how that affects other people we're around.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been so helpful just to, um, hear you and just how these different strengths, um, are, lived out for you and just how they're helping you move forward in so many different ways. Um, one last question I have for you. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face?
1: Um, the arrival of our baby girl pretty soon. <laughs> I think oh, just as yes. we, uh, as Madison and I have, have just spent a lot of time thinking about her and Getting ready for her—that's just brought me a, a lot of joy. And there's been no shortage of opportunities for my arranger strength to to come into play <laughs> yeah. as we think I about guess. how we're what we need to do around the house and and plans for um, her and and our family as it as things change. You know that those are all opportunities for my arranger strength yes. to come to play. You know, one thing about arrangers that I I was reading is about how we're we're good at making decisions and i think that's uh a, a strength that's been helpful in in this time of our lives as we kind of make lots of decisions about preparing for our baby girl i think uh, i think being able to to make decisions is a is a helpful skill in this in this season
0: yeah well we're excited to meet the little girl and <laughs> i know you and madison are going to be just amazing parents so.
1: thank you well, we're, we're excited
0: well, Marshall, thank you so much for taking time um, out of your schedule and just talking with me about your strengths. It's been really fun, and I am excited for you and what, what's ahead for you in so many different ways. So thank you so much.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me. This has been a, a fun conversation, and, and I always enjoy getting to chat with you, Barbara.
0: Okay. Well, thanks. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at BarbaraColwell, C-U-L-W-E-L-L dot com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.